the USFL gambling podcast, uniform reveal and USFL draft episode on the sports gambling podcast networks presented by WinBet. WinBet's now live in Colorado, Indiana, Tennessee, Virginia, Arizona, Louisiana, and now New York from boosted parlays to in-game odds on every major sport. WinBet is what you need to win. Sign up today, bet $10 and get $200 in free bets. Download the WinBet app now or visit winbet.com. That's W Y N N bet.com and start winning today. We're also brought to you by PropSwap, America's marketplace to buy and sell sports bets. Use the promo code SGP on your first deposit to receive up to $500 in bonus cash. Head over to PropSwap.com or download the PropSwap app today. We're also brought to you by Manscaped, the leaders in below the belt grooming. Use the promo code SGP at manscaped.com for 20% off and free shipping. We're also brought to you by Stable Duel. Stable Duel is a horse racing DFS app where you can play free and paid games for real cash prizes. You can win as much as 15 grand with one entry. Head over to StableDuel.com to get started today. And of course, make sure. You download the SGPN app, your home for all of our free picks and podcasts. So go grab that for free today in the app store, or Google play store, and let it ride. This is Mike Leach, uh, head football coach at Mississippi state. And you're listening to SGPN. Let it ride. Football is a unique American experience, a game described by one turn of the century critic as crude and barbaric with little chance of survival. But survive, it did. SFL gambling podcast. A lot of news. We got to hit on. My name is Colby swinging database, Dan, AKA pick Dundee. Nobody knows nothing. Somebody knows double the price, but no one touches Dundee. <laughs> the United States football league. We got uniforms. We got draft order. We got a bunch of news dropping about the United States football league kicking off April 16th. I had to bring in, well, I consider him a co-host on this show. I consider him just a, a lover of football and just all around great guy does a ton of things for the sports gambling podcast network. He's a host of a brand new NASCAR gambling podcast. We got the Daytona 500 happening and I give you a rod via Gomez. How you doing brother? I am wonderful, my friend, and I'm excited. You know, it had to start. The news had to start dropping at some point. They're only two months away from the damn season. We need to get the news out. Yes, I know. And, and, and uh, look that we should break the news just from the start before we dive into the specifics Tuesday. So I think, was it 3 PM on the West? I believe 
Three thirty is when we're yeah, kicking th- off. Okay, three thirty p.m. on the west. Uh, we will be doing. That's when the USFL the USFL draft is essentially happening at four, right? I believe so. That is correct. Uh, me and Rod Via Gomez here will be giving you the USFL draft live, live from the SGPN. Uh, headquarters and look, we're going to have you covered for each and every draft pick. So you want to subscribe to the USFL gambling podcast. You want to follow USFL gambling on, on, uh, uh, on Twitter and also the sports gambling podcast network. I mean, just that that's by the way, that's at the SGP network. So we got you covered. It's going to be on all of our platforms, YouTube, all this stuff. We got you covered when it comes to the USFL draft. And guess what? You think we're just doing Tuesday? No, we're back at it again. Wednesday. Wednesday morning, 7 a.m. on the West, 10 a.m. on the East. Uh, the rest of the draft, like I said, 35 rounds, 35 rounds. That's like uh 30. It's like a Madden. That's like a Madden startup draft. <laughs> I was about to say like, that's in predator when Arnold Schwarzenegger grabs that gigantic gun and just blows away a hole, or it might've been Jesse Ventura. that grabbed that gun and just mopped down the whole forest. That's 35 rounds right there. All right. We're going to be doing that and we'll have you covered here. And I think we're the only, as far as I know, at least so far, I think we're the only ones covering it pick by pick. We will go through it. We'll have special guests. We're going to have everything set up for you. I, I can't wait, brother. What, I mean, uh, I, I guess we'll start off with this, the draft order. Um, they did a lottery and I'm curious what, what, what your thoughts were of, uh, of, of, well, the USFL uh, kicking off with the, the USFL draft kicking off with the Michigan Panthers and Jeff Fisher with the first pick. Now I've seen how they're going to do. I, I, from what I understand, they're going to do quarterbacks first, right? Have you seen this? Yes. So the first round is going to be quarterbacks and that'll be all what eight, eight of the starting quarterbacks basically. Cause I mean, round one, you're picking your starting quarterbacks. Like there's no, there's no messing around with that. You're going to, if you're going to pick quarterbacks in round one, you're picking your starting quarterback. So after that, then it goes to a, a whole different, uh, yeah, long, of, long of, like, snappers were last. Damn it! <laughs> <laughs> Poor long snappers. Um, no, so so let me run through the draft order. At one, we got the Michigan Panthers. At two, we got the Tampa Bay Bandits. At three, we got the Philadelphia Stars and Bart Andrus. At four, we have the U.S. or the uh, the U.S. Uh, the the Generals, the New Jersey Generals. I almost called them the U.S. Generals. Um, then we have the, the Houston Gamblers. At five, at six, we got the Birmingham Stallions. At seven, we got the the Pittsburgh Maulers. And at eight, we got the new Orleans breakers. I saw people, some new Orleans fans getting bitter saying the NFL did us dirty. Then they give us the eighth pick with the draft for, for, for our uh, USFL team. Well, they don't realize that it's snake. The draft is snake. So you're getting the eighth and the ninth pick. That is okay. Right? That I, I wouldn't complain that you can, I, I remember this happening tons of times with fantasy football and, and, I almost at times prefer the eight, nine spot rather than the one and 16 spot. Well, in an eight person league or in an eight team league, it's not like your the, the talent is disappearing off the table that quickly. I mean, if this was like a 16 32 and, and you're drafting and you're only getting the 32nd best quarterback. Okay. Then you could probably be mad, but this is eight. If you can't find a good quarterback at eight, a serviceable <laughs> person to throw the ball at eight, then you have no business drafting. So I, I don't know that their grievance and look, they can't even blame anybody because that draft was settled by a lottery ball. 
That was what it was. Yeah. It was so they could blame the folks that speak for yourself if they're mad about the draft order because they're the ones that screwed the not even screwed <laughs> up, but they were the ones that were at that were manning the uh the the balls. So yeah, you can't even get mad there. Yeah, and and look. Just so you know, this is not one of these David Stern NBA cold envelopes. This is they look, no one's had a season in fucking 30 years or something. So just relax. You're you're okay, New Orleans Breakers. All right, you're okay. Now this draft. We, we I want to hop into some of the player pools. And I also want to talk uniforms with you and 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 Canton, Ohio. But I guess before I get to all of that, I want to tell you guys that the USFL gambling podcast is brought to you by WinBet. Yes, WinBet's now live in Colorado, Indiana, Tennessee, Virginia, Arizona, Louisiana, and New York now. Jeez, that, uh, how great is that? From boosted parlays to in game odds on every major sport, WinBet is what you need to win. Sign up today, bet $10, and you get $200 in free bets. Download the WinBet app now or visit winbet.com. That's W Y N N bet.com and start winning today. We're also brought to you by PropSwap, America's marketplace to buy and sell sports bets. Use the promo code SGP on your first deposit to receive up to $500 in bonus cash. Head over to PropSwap.com or download the PropSwap app today. We're also brought to you by Manscaped, the leaders in below the belt grooming. Use the promo code SGP at manscaped.com for 20% off and free shipping. And we're also brought to you by stable duel, stable duels, a horse racing DFS app where you can play free and paid games for real cash prizes. You can win as much as 15 grand with one entry head over to stable to get started today. And last but not least, you're brought to you by us. Yes. The SGPN app is live in the app store and Google play store. It is free to download. It is your home for all of our free picks and podcasts and USFL content. We have articles out right now. You can get it all for free via the SGPN app. So grab that thing today and let it ride. Here we go. I, I'm excited, man. I, I really am. I feel like a kid again. Cause I, I love the, the USFL. Let's talk before we dive into uh so much news that's came out like the uniforms and which, which I I'm, I'm, I'm ready to express what I liked and what I didn't liked about those uniforms. But let's talk about the player pool first. I mean, obviously it's, it's, it's somewhat of a mystery. USFL is not, not uh, giving out too much information there. So Rod, what do you, what do you want to see? Do you, I mean, is there certain players that caught your eye? Is it a, is it a Luis Perez or whatever from uh, the Birmingham iron? Is it a, uh, is it a, uh, I don't know. I mean, there's a lot out there. Cole McDonald, former Hawaii quarterback. The, I mean, what do you think this first round will go? I mean, they're, they're talking that they might have college players that, that, that'll be leaving college early to come play for the USFL, maybe FCS players. I've heard that. Um, so we're kind of in the dark a little bit about, you know, players in general, but especially the quarterback position. What, what do you want to see? So it's weird that they've got this, this thing locked up tighter than Fort Knox. I, I don't understand why the secrecy in all the players, because again, this, these are guys that we're going to be cheering for soon. So I want to see the list. <laughs> I want to see the list of what's going to actually happen. That, that's what I want to see more than anything. But look, there's some guys that I, I got to see play in the spring league uh, that I definitely will be looking forward to uh, maybe watching them get drafted and guys like Deandre Johnson, he played for the sea lions there. Um, and then, and then that's just the quarterbacks, but there's some receivers and some running backs that I remember from the AAF days, like Jaquan Gardner, right? He played for the fleet and he actually played a little bit for the dragons of the XFL. Loved that guy. Loved the way he ran. 
he didn't get a whole lot of play time uh, because he was behind a couple of other, other really good players back there. But Jaquan Gardner's another running back. I want to see succeed in this league. Dante's bird, right? You remember him from the Memphis AAF yeah. or the Memphis uh, express in the AAF like that guy. I mean, the list of all these guys go on and on and on. Um, Delvin Hardaway. He was a Fresno state guy. He played for the aviators in the, in the spring league last year. Um, you know, just these guys that I I've, I watched play in the AAF and the XFL and the spring league and the fan controlled football league, even um, that I want to see actually make it, you know, so that Brandon Barnes was another uh, AAF guy that I want to see is a tight end. So again, a lot of the, the, the guys that I want to see, uh, get drafted or the, these guys that played in these other leagues. And I want to see them get another shot and hopefully a good shot this time. Yeah. I, well, I got a feeling it is going to be a good, I think this is, I think this is the one man I haven't, I look and I didn't ha- I, I, I was optimistic about the other ones, but I think this, this one, I actually feel this is the most confident I've ever felt. I'll put it like that. Um, but I'm curious, you know, uh, I, I was going back, you know, trying to figure out going back to 2018, 2019 college football passing leaders. I was going, checking out AAF uh, passing leaders, XFL passing leaders. Uh, I, and then they hit us with the news that some of them could be FCS players. I, I, I don't know. I, I, I would wonder like there's a quarterback at Eastern Washington named Eric Barriere that I thought, man, you know, I don't know what his draft status is. He guy lit it up on the FCS ranks. He's an explosive quarterback, but wouldn't you want to still wait to see if you get drafted? I, I, in the NFL before you commit, I don't know. Um, I don't know how that would work with them taking current college football players. Um, but I, I'm very intrigued by that and I'm ready for that. But also I'm excited to see some of those guys, like you said, that I think are, are solid quarterbacks. We saw it with Heineke. We saw it with PJ Walker, even Tamu uh, lasted on some, and I think he might be available right now. So I wouldn't be surprised if we saw Jordan Tamu back in, 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 uh, you know, a spring football league. Um, there's a few other ones I've listed as far as quarterbacks. And I'm very interested, like Jamie Newman, who was a guy at wake forest, tried out for the uh, Eagles. Maybe we see him. Maybe we see a Brady white or a Khalil Tate, or maybe some CFL guys. Maybe some CFL guys, you know, Nathan Rourke got some play in the CFL. Maybe I don't know, but I'm, I'm really intrigued to see. And that's an, and that's something I want to key in on because of COVID because of COVID and the extra years of eligibility in the, co- with, with college football, I was listening to a scout talk about this. They have way more players entering the draft this year because they bought them the extra year of eligibility last year. And, and we had that crazy scheduling because of COVID. So you essentially have two draft classes uh, setting up for this one draft in the NFL. So you're going to have a ton of talent at your disposal because of that. Now, I don't know how that works. Once again, I know the NFL drafts in April, right around the time the, the, uh, the, the USFL will be playing, you know, in week two, I feel like, or week three. Um, so maybe, maybe that, I don't know that I'm very, that's the thing I guess uh, that I'm, so interested to see is how the college players, like if you're, if you're a uh, FCS quarterback, are you just punting on the fact you're not going to get drafted by the NFL? Or is there something written in your contract where if you do get drafted in the NFL, can you bounce to the NFL? I don't know, but that, what do you make of that? I mean, you, you know what I'm talking about where you got the extra eligibility. You have guys that are six year seniors, guys that would have graduated last year, but because of COVID. So you have this gigantic draft essentially happening where you know, I know they're saying there's not much quarterback depth in this NFL draft, 
but I can tell you this, there is overall more depth because you have more players available this year than previous, the previous years. Well, and you have to think this too, that I've heard through a lot of the leagues that especially like the spring league and, and, and the XFL and uh, the earlier attempts of the AF, all of those came with an out clause for the player. There was always that escape clause and even CFL contracts now allow players to go for NFL opportunities. So they understand that their leagues, while they don't want them to be just transit leagues, they want them to be destination leagues. They understand that still the gold, the brass ring, right? The gold standard is the NFL and that players, should they get the opportunity to play there? uh, Not only does it do better for the players itself, but it also speaks largely for the leagues right? So the league still want to keep that opportunity open for these players to go to the NFL. So that way, when they say former sea lion of the spring league, they're like, Oh wow, this guy played in the spring league. And now he's in the NFL. That makes more players want to go to your leagues because they know the eyeballs are on that league, which means they could essentially make it to the NFL as well. But what these guys have to do too, in in the same breath is not just make it to where they want to leave the, the, these leagues, you know, they want them to have sort of staying power, Uh, but also the opportunity to go to the NFL. So I would, I would assume, and I'm not, you know, I don't have contracts in front of me, nor do I have friends with contracts in front of them yet. But if they did, they've got to have some sort of out clause that says, if the NFL calls, you may, you may go and pursue that opportunity. But but you've also seen on record where they said that they were going to go for FCS players and, and lower tier, I guess, group of five college players. I mean, I think Brian Woods said that, um, so that'll be interesting to monitor. I also have news that I'm seeing reports that the USFL will have a uh, 10 round supplemental draft on March 10th, March 10th. Um, uh, the purpose is to get a, a additional infusion of talent from guys that signed contracts late slash the original draft pool. So uh, maybe that's where your depth comes in. I'm not sure we will, we will monitor that and we will have you covered here on the USFL gambling podcast. Um, okay. Well, we're going to have you covered for the draft. What are you doing on Tuesday and Wednesday? Look, I, I don't know what your jobs are Tuesday in the afternoon. You can tune into us wherever you're located or at night. If you're on the East coast, uh, Wednesday, look, you're bored. You're working your office job. We're going to have you covered. We're going to have you covered all day, all 35 rounds. Yes. I know that sounds crazy, but we will be here for it, uh, on the USFL gambling podcast and the sports gambling podcast network. So, um, Okay. I want to, before we get to the uniform, I want to ask you about Canton, Ohio. See, I think this was the, a blessing in disguise. If you know, I heard that there was schedule conflict with the, with Birmingham. Well, I think this makes sense because you have a South division, you have a North division. You know, I, I, I remember when this was first announced that it was going to be in Birmingham. I was, I was okay with it. And I was happy with it. You know, I think some fans, I see tweets. They were mad at the time that, you know, Oh, why would they play it in one city? Well, first off, we're battling a pandemic still that, uh, you know, has canceled still a ton of college basketball games in the month of January, some in February. So when you're starting a brand new league, you, you don't want a a chance of that. And then also, uh, the economics of it, as far as yes, you have that. And also you don't have to worry about travel. You're cutting that cost out for year one to build a, a product. Um, but I did see their complaints. I, you know, I thought I live in LA. I was planning to go in, uh, all the way to Birmingham, but I understand it. You don't want to see, you want to see your Pittsburgh Maulers. That's a hell of a commute. If you don't have that much money or if even if you do, um, but now you're getting the playoffs in Canton, Ohio and the championship game in Canton, Ohio, which first off for years ago, I said uh, on the college, on the college experience or the sports gambling podcast that 
I, I said the NFL, I wish the NFL played more into their history, uh, the history of football. In my opinion, it's cool. They do the preseason game in Canton, but I would love, I said this three or four years ago. And I was, I mean, I was trying to think outside the box of ideas to make the sport better. I was like, man, if they, if they went to Canton, Ohio and played their super bowl, that would be fantastic. Cause that's where the original Canton bulldogs, one of the first teams in, in NFL history played there. Um, and then uh, I said, or, or, you know, any of their, like, like Lambo, that's an Lambo field. That's a, that's a, a football, like, okay. That's, that's a Mecca of football. I wish they would play into their history. Well, USFL, you know, whether this is by accident or not, they're going to be that they're going to be doing that. So I am all on board about them in Canton, Ohio for the playoffs in the championship game. What better location? Go check out the hall of fame. And then while you're at it, see this brand new league, um, play some football. And this is what I mean is like, they'll have easy access from Michigan, from New Jersey, from Pittsburgh or from Philadelphia. So that's your chance to go see your team. Hopefully your team's in the playoffs, but I think it's a blessing in disguise. What is your take on Canton, Ohio? Love, love that move. Because again, not only does it give the opportunity for these teams to uh, go where the culture to the cities that they're actually supposed to be stationed in, uh, but really it just, it does give a nod to the history of football, just like you said. And, And more than that, when you take these guys away from that hub, especially play, that's like a reward right? For these yeah. guys to, to make it through the season, to make it through a hub season. And, and we've seen hub seasons to go back to that point. We've seen hub seasons in the spring league in, uh, uh, you know, the AAF and the, well, I don't know the AAF didn't no, the the NBA, NBA did it. Yeah. NBA yeah. Did and it. Hockey yeah. did it for yeah. a while. I mean, it's not unheard of right now. I mean, again, it does save costs and you got to figure a team or a league that's only eight teams deep it's expensive to run anyways. And these cities aren't really ready for that kind of expense yet. So give them a year, give them a year to percolate. Maybe that's what happened that that should have happened in the XFL in the first place is everybody should have hubbed and then branched out. But you know, that's neither here nor there, but for Canton. Yeah, absolutely. To me, it feels like a reward to go to Canton for the championships, for the playoffs. Uh, it, it just sounds like one of those opportunities that you really have a, a marketing gold mine there to say, look, we're playing. And if they did it every year in Canton, you know, instead of trying to make it a rotating circus, why not? Right. Why not just make it one city that way, you know, every year you can book a trip to Canton to watch the championship game. No one's done that before because of the cash grab, but to me, it kind of makes sense. And if you've been to Canton, it's not the NFL hall of fame. It is the pro football hall of fame. They have USFL. They have uh, CFL stuff there. They have a bunch of different stuff. Uh, the AFL. Um, so it's well worth the trip. It's fantastic to me. I think it's, I think it's just a, what, like I said, I think it's a, bl- a blessing in disguise. If that's, if that was because of schedule conflict, I think it's a blessing in disguise. And I think it's much better for the fans. I, I really do. Cause before it was all, and that's another thing. Birmingham was going to have a home home field then in the playoffs. So now you move it up to Canton. I don't know who you would say is home field Pittsburgh. Maybe I don't know Michigan, but uh, we'll see. Um, I think it's just fair. Birmingham gets all those games. You know, Birmingham stallions are going to be playing at their home stadium for the whole season. So to move it, um, perhaps I think is, is somewhat fair. Um, we saw the uniforms get dropped. Uh, I'm, I'm very curious your thoughts on, on the uniforms. Uh, first off, I mean, look, are you a big uniform guy? Does that matter in, in you liking a team rod? It's funny, but no, 
I, I've never been like, ooh, that's a that's a really pretty uniform. I want. I mean, not to knock people that do. It just that's never been my thing. Like, I, I grew up a Niners fan, so I didn't really have a choice in that matter. Uh, but you know, when I when I started picking teams for what AAF or the the XFL or whatever, I, I wasn't basing it off of uniforms. Uh, a lot of it was just the players and and maybe the the coach or whatever. Uh, but you know, there have been a lot of decent uniform attempts over the years. Yeah, I mean, yeah, but. Yeah. These guys, ah, I mean, look, there's a lot of red in these uniforms <laughs> right off the jump. If but, you look at these home if, uniforms, if they're playing to their history and you chose those eight franchises, you got to know that, right? I, I was yeah. shocked the outrage on Twitter. I'm like, well, what'd you think? These teams, yeah. it's not like these are expansion teams. These existed before. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, um, but I get your point. I get your point of like, hey, they chose them. I would I've liked to see, you know. I, we could we could sit here and, and talk about yeah I would have liked to seen the Washington Federals or the San Antonio Gunslingers or the Oakland Invaders in in the original eight but it is what it is with the eight I I kind of expected it you know what I mean like I knew the Gamblers are red and black I knew the Stallions were red and gold I know the Bandits uh you know had some red in there and then obviously the New Jersey Generals and Philadelphia Stars had somewhat of red so that is kind of just. I, it's, I I knew that that was coming in a way. I mean, how much, why would you bring back these teams and then ditch their colors? You know what I mean? Like, I oh, feel, absolutely. yeah, that's what I, I kind of expected that. So I don't really understand I, I'm, unless, you know, some of these people on Twitter, unless they don't realize that these teams existed, but I've heard people complain that um, now I thought the Pittsburgh Maulers uniforms were terrible personally. Like I thought they did a bad job on, on them. I, a really bad job on, on, I, I like the eighties Pittsburgh, uh, Maulers better than the new ones, but I see all this outrage saying, why are you not black and gold? Uh, it turns out that's because the Steelers were going to sue them. They wanted to do black and gold back in the eighties. So that's why it's not black and gold. All right. Just so you, just so you guys know that, uh, cause they have a Mauler, which is very close to a guy that looks like a Steeler. You know what I mean? Like with the steel city, he's got a gigantic hammer and, and he's, he's a iron worker essentially, you know, or a, uh, a, a st- you know, that, that is very similar to Pittsburgh Steelers. So they can't go black and yellow because of, of legal purposes there. And, and, and obviously they're paying homage to the old Maulers. Now I thought they did a bad job of it. And uh, so, so I, I don't know. What'd you think of them? I mean, I know you're not a uniform guy, but if you had to, to state uh, which ones you like the best, or which ones? Yeah. We're kind of, eh. do you have any? Yeah, no, I actually, so I enjoy uh, the new ones. I love the generals ones. I really do. It, uh, again, it, it's, it's really, it's a, all that all red look, right. It's, it's a lot like the spring league generals too. They're improved. They're improved. I thought from even yeah. the eighties ones, I thought that's one where I was talking to NC Nick from the college uh, football experience. And, uh, and he was saying, yeah, they did a better job with the generals than the original ones, which is great. So uh, I, I definitely thought so. Continue on though. I didn't mean to cut you off. No, no, no. I, I like that. So, um, but again, I, I get a lot of these are uh, the generals too. That looks like the spring league uniform or the spring league um, one too, which, which is what they used for theirs. Uh, I do. I like the, the breakers. The that, breakers I are that, that was my number one. I think, I, I think them. Yeah. And I mean, I love the gamblers helmet. I've always thought that's one of the best helmets in football. Well, you have uh, one in the studio. That's yeah, why. that's, I mean, that's, I, and that's before we even knew the USFL was coming back. Um, <laughs> so I, I just always thought that uniform was flawless, but I, I was really surprised with the evolution of the breakers. I thought that was fantastic. Yeah, that's a, that's a nice one. It, it's going to look slick to me because look for me with all, it cuts through all that red. It really does. Yeah. So it's a nice, it's a nice contrast 
to all the red, which again, I know was the history, but it's just, I figured that nowadays in today's color palette, you could find a way to make them not look a lot of the same, but yeah. yeah and the gamblers are slick. The gamblers are obviously, I, I like their, their color concept. Um, I don't think it's too distracting. I think it's going to look good on the field. And then the Panthers, the Panthers yeah, have that. They're still amazing. Florida state. Right. Yeah. Yeah. They look I, pretty good. I still wish they would have done the black helmet with the Panther coming up, but I still thought if they, they still made it good for modern for their change. I thought it was still really good. Um, uh, really, I, I really didn't have many problems. I thought the, the Maulers were the one that just jumped out to me as, as, as bad uniforms. Um, but everyone else, uh, another one is uh, the, the Maulers look like the Frankfurt galaxy of the, uh, to me, they look like complete <laughs> ripoffs of the Frankfurt galaxy in the so world football league. Right. That is right. I didn't, I, God, man, how did I not? I just watched one of their games the other day too. I just didn't put two and two together. <laughs> I just, I saw that. I'm like, what the hell? I mean, uh, but Hey, you know, and I thought their old ones were kind of cool. So, uh, but the Philadelphia stars, I thought were decent. We'll see in that. I'm, I'm curious to see that on the field and stuff and see how it, it looks. But I, I, I like the Tampa Bay bandits. I thought those did, you know, did a good job. The stallions. All right. I, if I had to go, my order would probably be like, gamblers and breakers at one and two, and then uh, Michigan Panthers at three. I think those are the top three. And then I'd probably go generals at four, but do you have a top four? Do you want to state it? Or do you just, uh, you know, you're a generals fan. So I feel like that's going to be number one, right? Well, of course, generals is definitely number one uh, for me. Uh, and then I probably would go like, I, like, again, I really do. I like the, the stallions. I, I do. I like the stallions. Look, I give that a two. Um, I give the baker, the breakers three, and then uh, probably the gamblers four. I, I, like I said, I like how they, they took the, the dark or the kind of bluish pants and made that in kind of the new twist on it. But yeah. Is there one you just didn't like, are you in unison with me or is there one that you, you thought, eh, you know, it's kind of forgetful. Uh, shoot. Yeah. I would say the Maulers out of all of them. If I, I'm looking at them all right now, two side by side, I would say the Maulers are probably. Yeah. The I but agree. Not, but look, I, it, I like, I still like it. Cause it reminds me of the Albany empire. Uh, the empire were, were in that same like color scheme, give or take some kind of like the Orlando Apollos too. There you go. A lot, a little, <laughs> it's a lot of, a, a lot purple, of, <laughs> a little more purple than, than the or Apollos and a little more purple than the, the uh, Albany empire. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So uh, yeah, I, I thought they did a great job of reeling that we got the draft coming Tuesday and Wednesday on YouTube, on the sports gambling podcast uh, network and USFL gambling podcast. You got no excuses. We're going to break it down like no other. So check us out. And uh, yeah, I mean, I mean, I wonder, do you think I get, I'm, we're going to get out of here in a second, but do, do you think there's going to be a couple surprises? Like, is there any chance we see Johnny football drafted Johnny, oh my Johnny Manziel or, or Tim no, Tebow? No. Do not toss that name out there. That guy. No, Tim Tebow. That would be hilarious if Tim Tebow plays Johnny Manziel. Ah, man. I've had this conversation with so many people in so many different podcasts, especially when it came to the AAF to and the CF. I mean, the guy, and he was in the fan control football yes, league yes, last I year for like a hot second. He played one game. Couldn't even make it more than one game in that league. I, the guy's got to be done at this point. Like he's, unless they're going to roll him out as some traveling circus show guy, like, Hey, look, we got Johnny Manziel at this point. That's like the partner that's just had everybody. You don't, you don't want that person anymore. Cause they've had everybody. And you're like, 
Now you've burned through this entire football world. We're, we're done with you, man. We got to wash our hands of you. Yeah. Yeah. I think I, I, I just wonder if there's going to be any names that stand out. I, Cause some of these guys are on rosters like Josh Johnson's one that's on a roster. So I don't expect to have his name called. Uh, I, I'm really excited to do this with you Tuesday, man. And we're going to have other guests join the show and talk about the draft picks and their favorite teams. Uh, so please guys uh, check us out. Sports gambling podcast, sports gambling podcast network. We're going to bring it to you live YouTube, all everything. Social media will have you covered. Subscribe to the USFL gambling podcast, subscribe to the What NASCAR gambling podcast, subscribe to the fantasy football uh, gambling podcast from uh, sports gambling podcast network. Uh, and, and give my guy Rod via Gomez a follow on Twitter. Rod, I appreciate you hopping on talking USFL. I'm really, really can't wait until Tuesday and Wednesday to, uh, to talk us more USFL with you as you know, this thing continues to evolve April 16th, the kickoff. I know we're waiting on, on fantasy football news and, and DFS news. And hopefully that's, that's the, you know, the next step after the draft. So uh, appreciate you hopping on, man. Hell yeah, buddy. We got three hours of this on, on Tuesday. So let's uh, yeah, we got plenty more in the chamber. There we go. All right. So subscribe. I'm on Twitter at the Colby D the USFL gambling podcast is on Twitter. Also at USFL gambling. Let's do this. Let's have some fun. Uh, All right, folks, this is the USFL gambling podcast. You better start thinking about yours and we out of here. You come from an undone under.